Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 17th of October. The biggest headlines from overnight have to do with earnings and HDFC Bank stands out as the big one to track. It reported a net profit of close to 16,000 crore rupees for the quarter ended September and that was significantly higher than consensus estimates of 14,120 crore rupees. The bank, which is reporting its numbers along with the merged HDFC for the first time, said its net interest income rose over 30% to 27,385 crore rupees. The net interest margin, which the bank had said would deteriorate, fell to 3.4% from 4.1%. Now, according to Srinivasan Vaidyanathan, Chief Financial Officer of the bank, the dip was largely due to the debt financing of liquidity by HDFC before the merger. On asset quality, there was uh, observably a bit of a worsening in the quality, but the bank's management has said that the non-retail book that HDFC Bank inherited from HDFC may see some accounts being added to substandard category. The bank's chief executive officer Jagdishan said that there could still be some tail, as he called it, in the non-retail portfolio, but the impact of this may not be substantial. This is largely because the bank has made adequate provision to cover any potential losses after considering the realizable value of securities available against them. However, the chief executive officer did not detail the amount of these provisions that were made during the September quarter. Now, turning to other news from the financial space, geofinancial services profit doubled in the quarter ended September to 668-odd crore rupees, and the total income of the private lender stood at just over 600 crore. The company has also announced its intention to launch several ventures, adopting a direct-to-customer approach. Geofinancial services plans to foray into the lending, insurance broking, payments bank, and payment solutions business, according to its investor presentation. In other corporate news, Grassim Industries will raise up to 4,000 crore rupees through a rights issue following board approval to fund an ongoing capital expansion or rather expenditure plan and repay existing debt. The promoters and promoter group will fully subscribe to their rights entitlement and um, to the unsubscribed portion, if any. Now, this is a major setback for telecom companies. The Supreme Court held yesterday that the payment of license fees will be classified as capital expenditure and not revenue expenditure. This was a dispute involving telecom majors Vodafone Idea and Bharti Airtel. At the heart of the issue lay the question of whether the license fee, which is payable in a staggered or deferred manner every year, should be recategorized or characterized as a revenue expenditure. Now, moving on, Microsoft's LinkedIn is cutting about 668 roles across its engineering, product, talent, and finance teams. These are the second such cuts this year, as fewer companies are using the hiring platform and corporate social network. LinkedIn is continuing to invest in strategic priorities for the future and to ensure that it continues to deliver value to its members, according to the company, which said this in a blog post yesterday. In other news, the cost of transporting Crude oil has surged on almost every mainstream trade route in the week since the Hamas attacked Israel. 
Freight rates on 16 global trade routes surged by an average of more than 50% compared with the 9th of October. And that's according to data from the Baltic Exchange in London. The single biggest gain in that period has been for shipments across the Mediterranean Sea, which doubled. In key events to watch out for today on the earnings calendar, the biggest name is Bajaj Finance. And besides that, the Supreme Court will also rule on whether to give legal recognition to same-sex marriage. Now, in international markets, stocks rose and bonds fell amidst attempts to prevent the escalation of the Israel-Hamas conflict to other geographies. President Joe Biden will travel to Israel tomorrow in a visit designed to signal the U.S. solidarity with its closest allies in West Asia and also help prevent the conflict from engulfing the region. That's according to a Bloomberg report. The three U.S. benchmarks rose as much as 1% each. And it's a strong start to trade in the Asia-Pacific region as well, with all three early rises starting comfortably in the green. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. What's the focus today? Good morning, Alex. And frankly, left to me, I would focus only on geopolitics. But that doesn't necessarily drive the daily markets. And, uh, and, and the daily markets point towards some optimism by virtue of what the U.S. markets have done. Though the yields have inched higher and crude is higher. So I don't think there is bullishness, if you will. Uh, but... Yep, stocks have rallied to start the week and maybe we do a little bit of an encore. Uh, because remember, even in a volatile session yesterday, we did close above 19,700. And much to my surprise, uh, and contrary to what I thought, PSU banks actually did really well or reasonably well, if you will. So there's a bit of a support at lower levels for them. In fact, if, if one looks at the BFSI performance, there largely is a positive. Uh, and maybe supportive at lower stock levels. Federal Bank corrected, but I thought the numbers were okay. HDFC Bank, uh, well, valuations are okay if the numbers were okay. not all that great, but still. Um, so it's an interesting thing what's happening there. And while real estate corrected yesterday, most experts still positive on this pocket. Uh, today's an important day for results. Bajaj Finance, ICSA Prudential, LTTS and Tata LXC, also important as is Sinjin, which has really put up a tremendous performance the last few quarters. So some important names to watch out for in the session today. None more so than Bajaj Finance, but uh, a lot of important mid-sized names. Now, what about stocks today? So HDFC Bank, the numbers, uh, you know, tad weaker on the core front, uh, uh, NIMS in particular, but deposit growth was strong and probably will help improve the loan growth from what about 13, 14% currently. Most brokerages may have trimmed the estimates a little bit, but Jefferies, for example, has done the same, but the price targets are maintained. And even if the price targets are lowered a bit, they're still 20, 30% higher for most brokerages. So it remains a consensus buy. Somehow the stock isn't quite moving. What about stocks which did really well on results? Well, three of them, actually four of them, if you will. ICSA Securities put up a surprising strong performance, though not surprising in wake of the fact that most capital market plays are doing well. A 44% uptick in revenue, 41% uptick in net profit. So this could do well. See it, exemplary margin performance, leading to a very strong uh, bottom line performance as well. I reckon the street would reward this. So watch out for see it. Signed DLM, very strong performance on revenues and bottom line, though the margin performance was a bit weak, but 
uh, it the 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 strength in revenues leads people to believe that the estimates will be met and therefore most people have a buy the valuations are rich by the way on the target prices between 30 35 times but it's showing growth so people shouldn't complain geo financial services had a, a decent outing too 46% uptick in revenue and 101% uptick in pat qoq of course let's see if the street rewards this a little bit um, KC had new order wins, so that could do well. Bombay Dying has received the consideration, which in, in normal course of business would, but I'm laying it out here so that if the stock reacts, people should know why. They've sold the land, they will get the proceeds. So it's not a very big event per se, but you know, the market reacts in strange things. So just thought we'll bring it up. Uh, and lastly, a couple of brokerage notes. So we know that Avenue Supermarts came out with good numbers yesterday. Motilal also had a constructive note there. Today, Morgan Stanley's upgraded the stock to an overweight. The target price has been raised to 4471 from 3786 due to multiple reasons, but predominantly they are saying that the four year CAGR revenue growth is recovered and therefore they've done well over the last four years. And they're pursuing a different strategy, which is grocery first to re-engineer growth. Uh, maybe things will improve. So they are constructive there. And access capital as a note on Deepak Nitride, they've initiated with a buy rating in a target price of 2520. So do watch out for this one as well. With this, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.